Today in the Little Bit Podcast, I'm going to be talking about my struggles with depression, anxiety, and my decision to take medication. This is not easy to talk about, but I feel it's important. You're listening to the Little Bit Podcast. So yeah, I'm depressed. And it's been a struggle for me for probably about three years. Don't know why it started. Don't know where it came from. I can't sit here and actually say one thing in particular made me feel depressed. But it's gotten to the point now where I need some help. And I wanted to talk about it today. I think a lot of us may have some form of depression, or maybe you just get bummed out from time to time. And there's a lot of people out there that have fabulous attitudes and outlooks on life, and they go about their day, and it's great. I'm not that way. (laughs) Uh, I'm a very good actor. Um, And I mean that in the sense that you would never know unless I told you. You're always going to see me and I'm always happy and smiling and helpful and happy. And, uh, and then when I come home, sometimes I lock myself in my house for days on end. I would neglect myself, uh, you know, not take frequent showers, stay in bed all day, not respond to text, barely call my family, uh, push off clients, not, you know, start projects on time and really all I'm doing is hurting myself I'm pushing people away I'm not you know working as hard as I need to be working and it was just detrimental it's got it had gotten to the point where I was so low sometimes with with thoughts racing and panic attacks almost every day that I, you know, when I got a chance to travel, I dread it so much because I thought I was going to like die in a plane crash. Like my mind, why would it, why is it going there? And then there would be times where I thought, man, I want that plane to crash. I'm sick of this feeling. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Now, I never wanted to hurt myself. I'll go ahead and say that right now. I never thought about taking pills and drinking alcohol and dying or hurting myself in a bad way. No, but I was headed there and I knew it. I knew if I didn't do something about it, I was going to go down a dark way. And I started going to therapy last February, 2018. And I met a wonderful therapist. She helped me out so much. And from that experience, I can tell you, if you're feeling this way in any way, shape, or form, if you're bummed out, if you're sad, if you have feelings of dread and maybe even of wanting to do bad things to yourself and cause yourself harm, talk to somebody. I know you probably see like 10,000 memes a day on Facebook and Instagram about, you know, hotlines and helping, you know, not hurting yourself and mental illness and blah, blah, blah. Hey, 
that's real. And I got to tell you, talking to somebody was the best thing I ever did in my whole life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. There's somebody there that can go through it with you. And don't feel bad about bothering your friends. I know I did. I thought, I can't talk to her about my stuff. I want to, but I can't because she's too busy. Or I can't talk to my husband about this. Then it'll just cause problems in our marriage. He'll just think I'm weak and, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm putting these thoughts in my own head, causing more pain and more grief. But I will say something. With the therapy, it was amazing. But at the time, I was also self-medicating. I was pretty much drinking wine like it was going out of style. And when I say out of style, I mean... I could drink a bottle a night. Easy. And some of you out there are like, girl, I drink wine like that all the time. I'm fine. Well, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. All right. And I love wine and I love me some wine to this day. But I was I was searching for a way out. You know what I mean? So kind of shut that down for a while. Talked to my husband about it. Talked to my therapist about it finally started talking to my friends about it and that's when I decided I needed to take medicine and I went around this for months months and months and months should I do this do I need to take medicine I don't want to be on a pill what if I'm a zombie is this going to make me gain weight I'm not going to be myself all those thoughts came into my head all valid Valid thoughts. And um, I knew that, that this is what I needed to do. Because I'll tell you why. I've tried everything else and it didn't do anything for me. Besides the wine, here's a list of things that I did to try to figure out to this point that I was depressed. And I thought these things were going to help me. Before I knew I was depressed, I went to a doctor. And they checked my hormones well, your testosterone's a little bit low, so uh, let's give you some testosterone cream. Maybe that'll perk you up. Nope. Maybe you want to rip someone's eyes out. Uh, okay, well, your thyroid is a little bit, you're a little low. We can put you on some light thyroid medication. You know, you might have that issue. And then I went to another doctor that said, you don't need to be on that medicine. Well, I did that for a while. That was a whole thing. That didn't help. I took CBD. I smoked a little weed. Okay. It's legal here in California, just so you know. That didn't work. Hated that, actually. Uh, Not for me. I tried, let's see, essential oil stuff. I tried to do the vaporizers and the topical stuff. Uh, gosh. I mean, the list goes on. Meditation, yoga, deep breathing, getting a new mattress, um, weekly massages, I mean, girl, I was in, I, I was so desperate. And then, like I said, I decided to take medicine. I went to my regular doctor, and I told him how I was feeling. And I was so embarrassed. Gosh, was I embarrassed. And that's, I guess, a normal feeling, too, to be so embarrassed. But I'm desperate. And I almost got teary-eyed talking to him. And he said, well, let me put you on Wellbutrin. And I said, Okay, great, because that was a pill I had read about. I read a lot about it. 
I read about some of the side effects, and, and I was like, well, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll try it and see how it goes, you know? And I waited two weeks to fill that prescription. I was too scared to take it. And one day I was like, I got to do this. So I went to the pharmacy, got my pills, came home, waited another two days to take it. And then I woke up one morning and had my breakfast and I took it. And I had one about my business that day. I did feel some of the side effects immediately. I was a little loopy. I had uh, ringing in the ears. I had a little bit of drowsiness and also an extreme amount of like concentration, like this very grounded, focused feeling. And I had never felt that before. Or at least I hadn't felt that way in a long time. And then it dawned on me, my mind wasn't wandering. I had no panic attacks. And I thought to myself, this is what I needed. And I'm so happy I made the decision. Um, it is kind of weird still, you know, taking a pill every morning. But it's okay. Um, I'm not going to be ashamed about it. If it's something that I need to do, or if it's something you feel like you need to do, then you do what you do. You do you, okay? And if you're going to go to the doctor and you're going to request these medicines, um, yes, talk to your doctor. Don't go in and request what I'm taking. Ask them what they think you need to take. They know best. If they want you to see a psychiatrist first, Take that advice. Go do that first. Psychiatrists can offer um, prescriptions for things, and they are very well versed in the types of medicines you need to take um, and what's best and and the combination if you need one and so on and so forth. I do also want to talk about something that was a little bit taboo for me during this whole process, and that was the realization of what bipolar disorder is. When I was younger, if somebody said, you're bipolar, it was almost like a derogatory kind of, you know, term that you called a girl who was really fly off the handle crazy, like gets really angry and like wants to key your car if you break up with her and, and will start fights at the bar. Like you're bipolar. It was always just like very derogatory thing that kids used to say to each other or you would say your ex was bipolar oh she's bipolar she was she was nuts you know what that's not what that means there was something more going on there okay you were just in a bad relationship and your girlfriend was angry um when I realized what bipolar disorder truly is I kind of looked at it and I thought oh I think I have a little bit of that going on and here's what it is by definition. Someone with bipolar disorder, which is sometimes called manic depression, has mood episodes that range from extremes of high energies and very depressive low periods. Totally me. When you're in the low phase, you'll have the symptoms of the major depression. Yep, that's me. And then sometimes when you're having these high times and these high mood swings, and they didn't last long. They don't last long. But when you're in these high periods of you feel good, uh, it's almost like you're making terrible, dumb decisions. You're seeking out attention. You're seeking out thrills. You're acting out because 
it's giving you some sort of positivity, dopamine, whatever you want to call it, right? So I would do that a lot. I'd be sad and down for like three or four days in the house. And then one day I'd get a spark under me and I'd say, Whoo, I'm going shopping. And I went out there and I spent a bunch of money I didn't have, or I'd buy a bunch of junk I didn't need, just create more guilt for myself. Um, just, I don't know why it didn't help because those feelings went away. You might feel good for a day, if that. Uh, and you get these high moments and they're so fleeting. And it's just terrible. And if you're listening to this and you don't have depression, I really thank you for taking the time out to hear my story because maybe someone's going to come to you with some problems. Um, and if you do have depression or you think you might, I just want you to know that it's okay and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And remember, even if you're having a situational moment of depression, maybe you lost a job or maybe you lost a loved one or you ended a relationship, please still talk to someone about it. Okay, just one last thing. I'd like to share some affirmations with you that I found at psychcentral.com. I thought they were really useful. You're valued even when you're not productive. You are loved despite your sadness. You are not sick because of a lack of effort or a failure at adjusting faulty thoughts. You are appreciated even when you can't contribute much. You are needed even though you feel worthless. You're separate from your depression. You aren't any less of a person because certain people can't understand your illness. You have persevered and persevered and you should celebrate your tenacity. You are strong in your weakness. You are much more than your opinions of yourself. Your brain is your friend, despite what you hear. Your discomfort won't last forever. Thank you for listening to this podcast today. If it helped you in any way, that's all I can hope for. It's hard to share such private things on such a public platform, but I know that we need to do more of it, so I'm happy to offer up my story. Head on over to the website at www.thelittlebitpodcast.com to leave your comments, leave some positive words for others and for me, share your story, and also I'll leave some resources there for any of you that are looking for some help. We'll see you next time. The Little Bit Podcast is recorded in Orange County, California. It's produced by me, Joni Sprague. And as always, the music that you're hearing is from Sleep North America. Download it now at soundcloud.com. <laughs>